I'm Dustin. And we got a special guest, Jareth. Hello. Hey, how's it going, man? I'm great. We've been Thanks here for, for like six hours. Sorry, I cut you off. That's my bad. He has starting off to a bad start. Such a good voice. Such a great voice for podcasting. <laughs> oh, so the face, good. the face for podcasting. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Jareth, why don't you, uh, why don't you uh, <laughs> immediately talk? <laughs> Spill your life. Spill your life. I just want to hear it all. <laughs> when you were a baby, what do you remember? <laughs> Mother. Uh, do we have a theme for the podcast? The or? theme is... Yeah. Uh, I, I got you. Voice journal. Audio journal. Big changes, boys. Big Ooh. changes in your life. Okay. All right. Let's, like let's, let's, like let's talk. Do you ever... Do you ever... Okay, your parents, they don't tell you stories about what they did before they were 30. Generally, sometimes they giggle, sometimes they laugh. And they're like, When I was a young man, this is what I did. That's all I'm going to tell you because you shouldn't do drugs. <laughs> I can't fucking condone that shit. I'm your, you can't condone drugs. I'm your father. I, ha- I need to guide you well. I can't, I can't tell you about my experiences and be honest because then you're going to not respect it. You're not going to respect the, the, the tantalate. How, how tantalizing drugs are. <laughs> I can't I can't tell you it's fine and to have your own limits because you're just going to go fucking crazy. So did your parents sit down and have that conversation with you? <laughs> no. Oh, did my, my parents fucking talk- My mom's like so chill. Uh, yeah, I, I don't spoke think- to her for two hours on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I, don't think, I don't think my parents ever talked to me about drugs. Oh, I don't know. It was it was a weird yeah parent drug talk. How'd it go? It's a it's a weird uh, there's, there's conversation with my parents because they were like my mom is in social working, so she literally like uh, was dealing with like the the more severe end of like drug abuse and stuff like that, and like yeah. she like would like go out to all these like people in the city and like give them meds and like make sure they had someone to like. Yeah. Talk to and like know and like would. Check so she up didn't on bring the stuff. leftovers home. She, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> for you to consume. Well, no, I mean that. What a twist. Yeah. So like, we didn't really ever talk about drugs until I was. Was it in hard university. for her? Was it like hard? Like she just didn't because she was like, I don't want to talk about work, or was it like I've I don't want to talk. It's hard. No, no, I wasn't doing drugs. Not to you, I just meant her in general. We're, we're, to like, like talk about? I mean, I don't know. I haven't talked to her about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fair enough. But like, as a child, would you not have that curiosity to to ask I, your mother about? No, it's weird. Like I, when I was younger, I was like really outgoing and and rambunctious and stuff like that. And I always, I always pictured myself as like someone who didn't need it. You know, like mm. I'm having like look at me, look at what I'm doing right now. Like I'm the b- bell of the ball or whatever the fuck like that. And I was like, I don't need this to have fun. Yeah. And I started doing alcohol, and I was like, oh, this is nice. And but and then alcohol hit, and I was like, okay, this is good. Like I know what I'm doing here. Like I'm having fun. I was like my 14, 15 kind of thing when I started. And wow. I was like, okay, well this is this Pretty is young. fine. Like I don't need weed or I don't need anything else. Like this is like I don't need this to have fun. Yeah. It, it was like always going to the next one. So that's um, like a point of view from an adolescent, right? But like mm-hmm. thinking in like your early childhood development, how you form all these schemas on what drugs are and like the effect they have on you. For example, if you're watching a movie where there's popular media portrayal of what drugs can do. This is your brain on it, drugs. Like if you've ever seen like train spotting, right? And he's uh, mm-hmm. taking the heroin. Yeah. Uh, it's not necessarily like, you know, like I guess that like your assessment or appraisal of what drugs are to you is like you know do i need that is what i'm doing in life uh you know satisfactory and like mm-hmm. but i'm i'm thinking i guess like you know earlier on right like uh more as in like when you have no idea what drugs are and it's like what are these like have you like you know so you're like, like have you taken these mum have you like what why right. is this happening to this man? Like, you know, like a really right. young child, uh, like just questions right. of pure curiosity, even about rather than trying to meet like, uh, like peer pressure or. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. It, I, honestly, it just never came up. 
like no. with movies and stuff like that i never really watched movies where there was severe alcohol addiction or any addiction like that and if there was i i, I wasn't aware never like, watched rec room for a dream no, oh I I fell asleep mm. during it. To be honest, <laughs> I did. I, I, did. At, I was at a buddy's house at that point because a lot of my friends, like their families and stuff like that, were more not like involved, like doing it necessarily, but they were more um, knowledgeable about it and like had more like experience with it. But my family was um, not, in a sense. You know, what I mean, I, I think personally, I I'm definitely gone down that rabbit hole much more than anyone in in my immediate family. It's pretty interesting to think about your mom working in the like with like in the industry and being exposed to it because it would totally change her way of like thinking about it and like not necessarily a good way of like if it's like well I just like just just know then like it's I assume that her general mentality is like yeah well it, it was like when I thing. finally did like talk to them about like the weed which was like the first thing I did it was like are you trying to stop and I was like honestly yes because I was and there was like okay that's good and that was kind of more or less where the conversation ended um because i literally just like kind of walked into the room in like the middle of the night when i like came home in the summer and i was like hey i, I want to tell you something <laughs> and they're like trying to go to the bed and they're like okay <laughs> could we not do this in the morning or something but it was just like okay like thank you for telling me like that was um, the first are time you trying to stop like like what are what are your plans was that the first time you did it or the first time you told them the first it? time i told them right i had been doing it for maybe because i i didn't i like i Drank fairly early, like 14, 15 kind of thing. That's pretty good. Um, but I didn't do, I didn't start smoking weed until like my summer after my fifth year of high school. Um, and then I think I told them maybe a year or two after that. What made you tell them that at that time? I had a really bad mushroom trip. Oh, oh. So you only had told them the weed at that point. I yes. Like, oh, wow. Yes. Well, interesting. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it was kind. Of, it was kind of like a thing of like, I need to tell them something. Like I want to open up to these people, kind of thing. And mm. that was like all I was ready to tell them at the time. Huh. Wow. Yeah. My mom, uh, very different. Um, my mom, I did not drink nothing. I was fucking like super, believe it or not, super. Um, like conservative. Perfect. Straight, straight, yeah, straight yeah, laced. Yeah, well, yeah. in terms of drugs anyway and all right, that. Right, right. My mom was like, so my sister was not, right? My sister went pretty early on the alcohol. And I don't think she did too many hard drugs or anything like that. Too right. many. Too many. I, I don't think she had much experience. She dabbled. Um, She definitely dabbled for sure. <laughs> Looking back, like 100%. Right, right, right. Hi, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> uh, But my mom was like, so some of my mom was, my mom was under the philosophy of like, if you're going to drink... Then I want you to have your first beverage with me, and then we can mm. like we can like figure it out together. Oh, I had similar experience actually, but you yeah. you go first. I didn't do that. I was like fucking nine to twenty something, and my mom was like, "Can you please have a beer with me? God damn it! Like, <laughs> come on!" <laughs> like, <laughs> she was so like, "Oh, stop! I want to yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have this experience with my son." Right, right, right. It's fucking pissed. Um, and I was like actually pretty scared of weed and all of that. I like had like I was like a really shy kid, and I was like, mm, oh no. And my mom was like, come on, let's can we like she's like like trying to push for the conversation. She's like, oh, it's yeah. gonna happen at some point. Can we just come on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we finally had our drink together, and she was so excited. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just I just didn't need the talk, I guess, or whatever. Right, right? right. Like it was just a. She was like almost frustrated by how slowly I was developing yeah, into finally it. Finally, fucking happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny. Mine was interesting. Like I think the first like sip of alcohol I had was with my brother. I think I was like twelve or something. He's like six years older than me. So he, I remember walking upstairs and just like watching TV with him, and there was a beer on the table. I was like, oh, interesting. I, I didn't make too much of a comment about it. He was like, you should try some. And I was like, okay. It was like it was a Bud Light or something like that. And I sipped it, and I was like, wow, that tastes bad. He's like, yeah, it's an acquired taste. Don't worry about it. And I was like, it seems like it doesn't have to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, don't you just, can't you just drink something that tastes good? Yeah. <laughs> Which is still your philosophy. Yeah. To be still fair still and that's where it started. <laughs> Thank you, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> For opening my eyes. <laughs> but I, I started drinking with my buddy. Um, Kale, I'll talk to him after and see if he's okay with his name being started. Um, I started drinking with him. We went to like his back shack kind of thing, like snuck back shack. I snuck like alcohol from like our parents or whatever, and um, we'd just like drink and like we'd Skype people from like America or something that we like we knew online and stuff like that. And then I think finally I started drinking more and more, and it became more open, and my parents started being okay with it because I think there's a law in Canada that like as long as your parents approve, 
you're allowed to drink on your own premises. What? There's a law in Regardless Canada. of age? Uh, I think there's a lower limit, but it's like you can do it Pretty under low. The, you can do it under the legal limit. Oh. I don't know where that line is. Interesting. I was probably like 16, 17 at the time when I knew this. But I remember having a party. <laughs> One or two years after my, drinking. <laughs> yeah, I remember having a party. My parents were like gone for the night and like coming back later that night kind of thing. Um, and they knew that's, about it. They knew I was still counts people as the over. premises? Yeah, well, like they knew about it and they knew people were over. They knew we were going to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they may have even helped supply. Maybe it was my siblings. I don't know. But I had people over and I was like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And then my sister was over. And I was like, hey, like, we're playing beer pong or something on the kitchen table. Like, you can come out. And then she's like, yeah, for sure. And then I think, I don't know if any of my other sisters, I think my brother was also there. And he also kind of came out. And we had he had a cigarette. And I drank with him. We had a nice little chat kind of thing. Um, and we were all kind of drinking together for, like, more or less the actually the first time, like, we were having, like, a party together kind of thing. And I remember mom coming home. And she was, like, so, like, happy that we were just, like, all, like, not, like, not specifically drinking, but she's like, I'm just glad, like, everyone's having a good time, like, there's sure. a party, and you're all just, like, having fun together, and she's, she's like, like, so... I'm, I'm especially happy that you've all got a Bud Light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was, like, so, like, excited that, like, her kids were getting along in in that sense, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love my parents, man. How about well, you, Jared? Yeah, what, what's, your, what's your experience with this? Um, in turn, well, because I guess we sort of skewed on to sort of alcohol, right? Yeah, like, sure. We'll, I mean, we'll you get, can talk we'll about drugs into... too if that's more like if oh, it's yeah, more applicable like, to uh, you. Vi- a vice, right? Like vices is the way I, I guess. Sure, I sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I guess like my yeah, like so I was thinking that kind of exposure, like I was saying through like popular media portrayal. It's like I didn't kind of have that like uh censorship towards like you know you were saying I didn't watch any movie like that. That, that had that kind of exposure but i think i was watching right. things that i probably shouldn't have been watching at a, a lot younger age right and then i guess i would just have that curiosity to just say like what's going you know on what's here? that what's going on right, what, like right, right. and i never they it wasn't like i guess um uh, so i grew up with my father like my parents separated when i was like six or seven and yeah like i would ask my father like I guess I think of like train spotting and like my my father didn't do uh, uh, heroin or anything, but you know he'd done like dabbled and done mm-hmm. stuff and like he was just very open and told me like oh I did mushrooms I did this I did that and uh, actually not even that specific I think he like kept it so I knew he did shrooms and he just said like he had a bad trip and he stopped and like and I know like a lot of people like that. Yeah, but it it did make me wonder. It was like, you know, like, because it wouldn't surprise me if most people's parents, not most people's parents, like most, and many adults have tried maybe a psychedelic or a party right. drug, but right. whether they would choose to hide that from their children right. or yeah. be open. Yeah, and it's, I think a lot of it is has to do with their experience with it. Mm. Like for me, I don't know what my mama does. I know she drinks, like that runs in the family. Not that it's alcoholism or anything, but like we all drink. <laughs> that is very open. But I don't know if my mom, I feel like she's probably tried weed before. I don't actually know, but I don't think, I doubt she's done anything more than that. I know my dad used to smoke and stopped around the time when um, him and my mom were dating. And I can only assume that he smoked weed at the very least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting to think about uh, parents having like, uh, like, like the type of person that has a bad experience with a drug and just says, nope, whatever, is sort of the type of ex- uh, person who is like, reluctant to try new things for lack of a better phrase mm-hmm. and so like they'll have a bad experience and they'll stop whatever and they'll kind of pass that on to their kids and be like this is the worst thing ever i and i know right. i know firsthand it's like well right. in reality you did it once and had a bad trip and like right. and, and maybe there's, there's no harm yeah, in yeah. like there's maybe no, not there's bad nothing wrong with being like i don't want to try this anymore yeah for sure right. but it's interesting that just like that's that is then their whole experience and like in a way right. they've only really experienced a fraction of what it is uh-huh. so in a way you can't really give your kids the like full the, understanding the, the actual advice yeah. that they maybe need because, and, I, and i think that there's a danger to that only because when you tell your kids this is the worst thing ever just like these fucking commercials that you see aired in Canada, at least, where it's like, this mm-hmm. is your brain, and it's like an egg frying, and this is your brain yeah. on drugs, and it's scrambling, and you're like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. What is that supposed to... Yeah, exactly, because, like, it, it once you do try it, and it's not specifically yeah. not yeah. that, it makes you not trust them further, Yeah, right? like, what else? and then you'll, like, exactly. fucking go into a bad place, exactly. more exactly. likely, in my opinion, because yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, this is fucking great. It's so great that it will ruin your life. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and, like, but you don't get to have that conversation. You don't get to have that full experience right. with... Somebody who tried it once had a bad trip and was like, fuck, this is the worst thing ever. You mm-hmm. know? 
Oh, I feel like kind of grateful for having like experienced some things, and I can like give you give your children real advice. And it's, right, yeah. right. Uh, and I don't know if I'm if I'm right and wrong or that. That's no, just, like, I mean uh, that's uh, just your experience kind of thing. I think yeah. my experience is more or less just like just figure it out yourself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whether I maybe have needed that advice in the past or not, it's just it's literally just like I was given the freedom to try, um, and we just never talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so I yeah I was uh, wondering right. It's like that when you were describing your situation, I was thinking, oh, so maybe like you don't have an open relationship with your parents, but the more you talked about it and I thought, oh no, he does. But it's like, how did your parents to choose act on a more like, we're, we're sort of, were they acting to censor like parts of that, they're, that adult they, they life were never, from you? They were or? never acting to, sen- to censor anything. Like, so it's I, like, think, oh, I think sometimes there was like, maybe I don't want you to play this video game yeah. or something like that. But they, they aren't like, I still like, watched it or something like that or they were like okay just go watch that movie with your brother kind of thing most mm. of the r-rated stuff i was watching was violent not drug related right you know what i mean sometimes it's, it's they go hand in hand right like for pulp sure. fiction Scarface. for sure it was like i never watched pulp fiction until i was like like fucking 18 19 kind of thing and i yeah. still i've only seen half of it uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's the like, first it's, half it, or the second half the, the drug portion honestly just rarely came up you know what I mean? Mm. Like it just was like rarely just an issue, and it was something that I just didn't like think about as concretely when I wasn't doing it. Because I, at that time, I was more or less like thinking like I don't need this. Like that's cool, that's funny, that's interesting, but like I don't care. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and and like I do think we have an open relationship with my mom, but and my parents, I should say, not just my mom. Um, it's just something like when I was younger, we just don't bring up. It doesn't come up, right. kind of thing. Well, that, that's, um, I was also wondering, right, because, you know, I don't imagine there are too many cultural differences between the UK and Canada, but like I did, would, would like, yeah, would that be like to, taboo to be like talking about like, talking about drugs yeah, more a, like a, a, a firm upbringing. It's like, we don't talk about those things in our house like that. To be honest, uh, I think that's a culture, uh, sorry, like a, like a class, like middle class and like, uh, uh, like higher class sort of thing, like. A r- very rich, rich, uh, like born, child. like an economic. Difference. You're saying I'm yeah. too privileged to have that conversation with my parents. Maybe, maybe that was it. Like, I'm not even trying to bash know, on you. I know, like, I know. Maybe that was it. Like, because, yeah, yeah. like, you know, like it's just sort of like it wasn't a thing. My like lower middle class family was like, <laughs> this is ru- this is running through the streets, and we yeah, gotta know yeah. about and it. And maybe like if I had gone a different path that wasn't an artist. <laughs> maybe I just never would have dealt with it. You know what I mean? It would have like kept not coming up, right? And maybe yeah. that's it for them. Yeah, Intergenerational yeah. thinking is, is is pretty interesting because mm-hmm. it's like, what were your parents' experiences that let let them pass uh, what they know onto you, and how will that affect you and your own experiences, right. which then in turn you might pass to your children? Yeah, I mean, like I tried weed because weed was like so everywhere. Like all my friends had already been doing weed for like a couple years before I even fucking thought about you were late to the party i was yeah i was i was i was early to i was early to sex i was early to alcohol but i was late to literally everything else early to sex side note we'll visit that later sorry (laughs) early to sex we will visit that later (laughs) go on (laughs) 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 um but like my first encounter with any drug that wasn't weed or alcohol was me going into my um roommate's room first year of university he had brought a friend over from toronto and there was a large bag of coke on his on his desktop just like openly like <laughs> yeah and he was like hey my buddy my, my buddy bleep is over <laughs> <laughs> sorry kale it's not kale no 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 i, I know this is I know. my friend from back home i just made a joke this is in, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, 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 not kale don't worry about it uh, <laughs> sorry sorry kale <laughs> And you can say, sorry, you could you could like say that maybe open the floodgates, but it was more just like, well, that was fun. What else? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, and then even then, it was still like, okay, I tried this. I there's still a lot of things I don't want to try. You know, like there's still like heroin. I I don't I don't want to try that. Meth. I don't want to try that. You know what I mean? I mean, those are the even if there's stories. a two for one sale. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm not buying, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
but it, and it's, it's it is that kind of scary thing of like in the past i was like never this and then the closer i get to it, it's like well maybe this yeah you know what i mean like in the past acid was like a no i would never do that kind of thing like i just don't want to like i know the risk is low but i would just like that's just something i don't want to do mm. and now more recently i was like i could i would consider doing this kind mm. of thing you know what I mean? so you educated yourself prior to taking the drug most things most things yeah. the coke was new <laughs> the coke happened very uh abruptly <laughs> <laughs> i think i went into most of it blind okay yeah like because marijuana when i tried that like uh i knew it wasn't like heroin so mm -hmm. it was like okay i can go like and then i and then I think I told you before, it was like salvia was the next thing I tried. So that was like, what? Like, you know, I took it to our, <laughs> yeah. And then I remember my friend describing it to me. And uh, I, like his description was very like psychedelic, you know, and I, mm. I, I had nothing to relate to that experience. So I didn't know what to, to really, you know, I believed him. I didn't think he was lying, but I was like, what does that experience like? Yeah, what is it? That, actually, how does that translate into something? It's the some... same thing with like trying to describe like a mushroom trip or anything like yeah. psychedelic like that. Like what you say is very subjective and it's very hard to like actually describe. It's one of the few Someone things you have to experience yeah. for yourself to kind of be able to relate exactly. to it. Like exactly. you, the, empathy can only take you totally. so far <laughs> yeah, in regards yeah, yeah. to psychedelic trips yeah, anyway. Yeah. And, and uh, life. I I did, I think I was just in a place in my life where taking those kind of risks, uh, it didn't bother you. Yeah, like I didn't feel deterred. Uh, right. Like I was more like bold or reckless. You could say. Right, right. I think my main thing was like, if I'm gonna try anything that is like very literally harmful, it's like I need to at least do this with someone I trust mm. and I know has done it before. That's always been my thing. Yeah. Even if maybe I wasn't the most educated, it was like, I trust this person, I trust his sources, and I he's done it before, so he can at the very least guide me through this kind of thing. <laughs> Thanks, Annie. <laughs> he, he's been, he did it with some of them, not all of them, yeah. because I did a lot of it in university. Not a lot, but I did some of it in university. That's actually uh, such, uh, uh, that's an interesting take on it. I feel like that's probably a more normal approach and safer approach to it's, it. I think it's safer, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I like, I'm always, so with mushrooms in particular, I, I think, well, you can attest to this when I was like, I'm very like personal about it. I'm like, no, 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 I want to do it on my own and very, very, very little. And but did like, you do that the first time you had it? Yeah. Yeah. You did it alone. Yeah. But like, I was like very much like, I'm only going to taste a tiny, tiny bit, like, like the, the, bitchiest amount that i possibly can yeah and of, i'll go of, what? of mushrooms okay yeah. and i'll go like just a little bit more and just a little bit more until right. i'm like okay i just feel something right, okay right. okay okay now i know my level now uh -huh. i'm like say uh -huh. okay let's go a bit beyond that Ooh, let's go a bit beyond that oh uh -huh. let's go a bit beyond that nah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Nah. let's go a bit beyond that Ooh. Oh. Nah. let's go a bit beyond that Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Nah. Ooh. Ooh. let's go a bit beyond that <laughs> Wait, so do you know how, like, in gram percentage, how much you have taken, like, the most was? Uh, or is it always just, like, a handful? I think this is a bit more than last time. Uh, Fair enough. Like, it's more closer to that second one. But I know it is around, like, two, three grams is, like, oh, the most. So yeah, yeah. Ooh. No, I have, I have had... Saturday's gonna be <laughs> No, I'm not doing it. No, no. Um, I have not done, like, the whole fucking five to ten grams of, like, huge psychedelic things. Right, I've, like... I haven't done more than five. Yeah, I've so just shrooms done. is one of the few drugs I haven't done, and I do because it's like uh, you <laughs> wow. eat it like you know they're like mushrooms, right? Yeah, they taste like, bad. They, I was gonna say they, like they in bad. terms of like I'm like can I sprinkle some of my pizza? Like, if you're worried about it, what I did when like after I did it the first time and I realized chop like, them up this and was cut them really up into bad, yogurt. I like uh, yeah, I cut it up and put it into yogurt. Yeah, exactly. You remember? Yeah, I put it into yogurt because then you can just spoon it and it like because the main issue is that if the bigger they are, the more it hurts your stomach. Mm. So the smaller you, you want to get them as small as possible. I feel like this is not something we should be explaining on a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> simmer, simmer them into a mushroom risotto. The smaller they are, the easier it is for your stomach to like digest. Mm. So it feels better it doesn't it doesn't feel as bad basically so if you put it into yogurt already small then you don't have to chew it and you just swallow it and you don't yeah. you don't get like the bad taste kind of thing mm. um, um i also i think it's fine to your point uh i, I mean, was i think we should have a disclaimer at the top of this episode fair at the yeah i don't know how it all works <laughs> we'll, go, we'll, we'll deal with that later i know that i was watching a youtube video when i was okay so here's the thing when you're going to do, you're going to go, you're going to go do things, right? You're, you're, you're going to do <laughs> you have them. Have fun. You're going to do it. Don't lie to me. With or without guidance. And I yeah. feel like it's better to like, not to say that we're like the fucking <laughs> messiahs <laughs> of guidance, but like I was looking up fucking videos, right? And I'm like, what's 
guy on mushrooms. Oh, like trying to see someone yeah. on it kind of yeah. thing from an outside and, perspective. And that's just on YouTube. Like, yeah. there's just, and I'm like, maybe he's not, but like, that would be a weird thing. It's a weird thing Fucking, to lie about. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, he's, um, okay, maybe not. You know, and like, I don't know. I feel like it's, it, it, obviously, we probably have to disclaim or whatever, but I also feel like sharing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This is like, depends where you're at in life and all that shit. Anyway. Um, uh, doing the uh, oh, what were we talking about a second ago? Completely forgotten. Dreams. Yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> you said putting on a pizza. It reminded <laughs> me. That I feel like that's such a great idea. I was like, <laughs> um, Eddie told me a story where they like put like a fucking ounce like on a pizza, like without really realizing how much it was. That was his first experience. Mm. They ate, like a fucking ounce of mushrooms, which. <laughs> Well, it was like several guys, but he sure. like at least I don't know, Still a bad idea. way too many. And he was like, "Yep, I got teleported to a different dimension. The carpet was on the ceiling, and I was drowning in it. Not a great yeah. fucking time." If and you're I'm gonna like, do it Whoa. for the first time, know how much you're fucking doing. Google like a recommended dosage and know how much you're fucking doing. One point five grams to two grams, most first time, for sure. Uh, fair enough. I for can sure. do that, but uh, do fair do enough. do little, do little. Oh do my little. God. Yeah, just figure it out. Figure it out. You'll get this. You'll get this, viewer. Here's <laughs> a how-to drugs. <laughs> we won't get banned. You said one of the few you haven't done. Yeah. What else you got? Um, I mean, there's plenty that I haven't done, right? Because there's like an endless amount of fair enough, fair enough. Of yeah, yeah. But we're well, talking, like we're talking like the, uh, the, the two, nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah. Two uh, CB. Have you heard of that one? No. Um, is it England drugs? What the fuck? Yeah. What's going on here? Like, that's not I've like heard, a I've heard one. about salvia, but I've only heard about people doing it from Toronto. I haven't heard anyone else even trying it or talking yeah. about really? it. Really? So, yeah. like, salvia was like huge here. My friend used to source some of the drugs on the like the research marketplaces. The, they were slightly, it's like LSD plus one. Uh, and it was basically the same thing, but it was technically legal. Like you could buy this stuff, and oh. like uh, they, it's now illegal. They changed it in yeah, my yeah, first yeah. year at university. Um, so technically, we were, you know, taking legal drugs. Um, <laughs> so no yeah, problem. So he'd bought Fuck like yeah, so, so much of the salvia, and it comes in different concentrations. Oh, yeah. um, Disclaimer: Everything we were doing was legal at the time. Yeah, it is now <laughs> illegal, but at the time it was legal. Mushrooms plus one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like cocaine, 2CB. What? You can just do that legally? LSD. Uh, oh, surprising that you did LSD and not mushrooms. Right? Yeah. Like that, well, that's, yeah. I'm kind of like, I wish I did sh shrooms when first. I was, not necessarily first, but just back when I was trying those things. Oh, because you're not I, doing it anymore? Like not, well, the, the, so I did. trying not to try anymore? I like I, uh, the last drug i took was lsd and that was like just before i left japan so it was like this year last year maybe like march or april um and that was like it was probably like five years before i took lsd the last time mm. so like i've tried them all maybe the, the the ones that i've tried anyway like once or twice i've never been like a big user of drugs i just wanted that experience wanted to be uh <laughs> Yeah, right. To add to I the feel one. like that'd be a crazy place to have it, like in the middle of in Tokyo. Tokyo yeah, yeah. In yeah a, it was in a nightclub, sick. and because I'd done Ooh. two tabs the first time, and I was like, oh my, like that was like eighteen hours of like craziness. Right. Right, right, right. I was like, I don't know if I want that like right now, but she's like, we're gonna do like half a tab. I was like, I'll try that. Like she's like, it's a bit more fun. I was like, all right, you know, I'm in the the right mind frame to like do it. Right. And I was even like having these social interactions that were like not pleasant. Be I don't know. Because I think I didn't realize maybe just other people were coming up on acid and the like, uh, I didn't, people were being easily offended by. And honestly, it's nothing. I'll tell you what. It's like I was speaking to this girl and Japanese girl and she sounded British. And I said, Oh, you, you sound like you could almost be cast into Harry Potter. And she took offense to that. It was just like very, yeah, yeah. So honestly, I was not saying anything provocative. And, and I was also on acid. And I feel like that could be some, like those kind of social interactions could really like send you to like a different yeah. place. Yeah. And I'm I was so, fine. Yeah. I managed it. I really like diffused it. And I thought, oh, like, I was quite, because that's what I always worry about, like a bad, awkward interaction. And it's sending me like yeah, for sure. someplace I don't want to be in. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really played it off and this, there was this other Chinese girl and I said, I've been to China and she's like, so you know everything about China, don't you? 
And I was like, no, I was just there for six weeks. <laughs> yeah. like, like, I very much do not. And you know, like, I like this idea that you're in the nightclub and you're dancing around these interactions and then you're like, it goes bad, so you dance away. And you're like, <laughs> meet another girl. Yeah, right. Like, uh, <laughs> like nope. Uh, yeah, no, it here. definitely wasn't going my way that night. And, uh, and, um, yeah, I said help. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I, well, it was, I wasn't, I was just wasn't sure it was working. It, it took a little while to kick in because I was like, we took it like at 2 a.m. because we had to wait for the person to bring it. And, uh, yeah, I probably just started coming up like maybe 30 minutes before it closed. And it was a great time because I wouldn't have wanted to be like in the middle of it. Yeah, for two hours. Yeah, like yeah, that would have yeah. been crap. The, we waited around because this girl, she wanted to see the DJ that she'd sort of been like on and off with. Uh, and she's like, oh, he's not coming to say goodbye. Or, like, and I was like, I don't think he is coming. Maybe we should just go. And yeah, she's yeah. like, they, but they wouldn't go. They were just, but they wouldn't acknowledge what I was saying. So I was like, are we just like standing around? Like, <laughs> I was like, I wanted some clarity. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just yeah. what's going. And I was really like coming up and I was like, What's Do we the... have a plan? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Are we going to wait for this <laughs> guy to not come and say goodbye <laughs> yeah. to you? We're just like... going to stand here on acid for like two hours. So anyway, we came out of the, the club and they like some taxi pulled up and there's sort of like 10 people and they're like, oh, are you coming in? I was like, definitely not. I mean, I, di <laughs> I didn't say that, but like, I was like, I'm going to walk home. But, you know, Tokyo, very big city. Like, I was nowhere near the hostel I was staying in. I mean, like, a three-hour walk away. Uh, and I took, like, great advantage of that. And just, like, because you just have, like, a boundless energy or you're not aware of, like, how exhausted you are, mm -hmm. like, whilst you're in that sort of state. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was conscious. It's like, you know, because when people, like, take something like uh, MDMA, like, you know, keep hydrated. Because I, I skipped dinner. I missed out on dinner. I was like... I'll just grab something from the shop and drink. But like, I'm, I'm sort of so, uh, how to say, it's like, I, I could barely get the coins out of my wallet the way I paid. It looked like there's definitely something wrong with me. Yeah, like, and I was just sipping my water in a very strange way. And, you know, because we're in this sort of like COVID mask wearing culture, like that, that really helped as well. Like just walking about because you might feel like I have like a big, like joker like grin on my face <laughs> yeah. uh, you can hide under the mask exactly and i still like felt like there was the i was outside the imperial palace and uh there was these two cyclists and i, I guess like i just was laughing like that the mask doesn't like you know totally so much the it can, insane uh, british man walking down the street they, 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 they knew what was going on uh, but i definitely like they figured it out yeah like i remember thinking like I'm going to go in the Imperial Palace and I'm like, I'm not going to do that. Like there was still like, I was high, but there was still enough like logic to like yeah, yeah, protect to myself. Yeah, yeah. But I remember like, cause you know, yeah, people like to go to forests and um, just be outside. And I de definitely. <laughs> and you're like that. a palace. <laughs> cause it was so weird seeing like the Tokyo skyline and walking amongst that also like high, but like luckily. How long they... were you there so far? Like from that? I guess I was just making my. I managed to set it on my maps. No, how long were you in Japan? Yeah, like how, oh, how long did you have to absorb like the area and get familiar? Like, was this so completely? You I was knew your way back at that point. N no, good. <laughs> so, okay, it was like a three-hour walk. I like you definitely cannot like no trying to know Tokyo is like trying to know London or like Toronto. I don't know. Okay. It's like yeah, yeah, it's a mega enough. city, yeah. Um, but like I definitely yeah. So when you I don't know how it is for you if you're on acid and you look at your smartphone. It looks like all your apps are dancing around, uh, like, and all the words are squiggly. So, like, I just managed to uh, get my hostel and set the map straight, uh, and I, I, I got got it from there. But like, yeah, there's a lot of like parks in the city, and you're walking past, and they're a lot nicer than the ones in Vancouver. Um, but the, the, the sort of like <laughs> colors that you see, I was like, that is the most beautiful shade. Yeah, that's what dream. I was thinking. Like in Tokyo of all places, that'd be the best thing to see, like the lights and like because it's like subtropical there. almost. Because exactly. you, you know, it's very metropolitan, but also like, uh, yeah, like it's still that. Yeah, yeah, and like if anything is cyberpunk, it's Tokyo. Like in today's world, you know what I mean? Like that's right. the closest we've got to it. I would say. Yeah, yeah. Right? or like uh, that in China. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. um. Uh, so, so, so I was like, oh, thank God it's not all skylines, but that's really cool to see. But like, I can be near a park, like a big park as well. And I was like, so just sit down on the grass. Mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's, uh, I remember also buying this ice cream 
um, and just licking it. And I, like, really, like, I'm not going to do it on your mic because you don't want me to slobber all on that. But it was just like... Like, I was just, like, like rubbing it on your face. Yeah, like, oh, almost. Great. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes I was so good. It tastes so good. Behind your ears. <laughs> it was almost like that. Yeah. Um, oh, no, like, I d- and I remember like I like this image of two cyclists going by with this British man at two a.m. with an ice cream cone on his face. <laughs> and like, yeah. Huh. Oh, this was like I I couldn't go back to the hostel because I was in like this little um, you know, it's a shared dorm, but it's like. Not even like a bunk bed. It's like a wooden cabin thing that I oh, have to so crawl into. Oh, so you didn't have like those like two beds thing that you see in the movies and shit? Uh, what, like a bunk bed? Not the not a bunk oh, like, bed. Like those tubes that you like oh, crawl the tu- into. Oh, tu- sorry, tube. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, Um... Yeah, it's kind of like... Because it's a cheaper one. It's kind of like uh Like a capsule. The tube is more expensive than a bunk? So, so are you thinking of like a capsule? Like the yeah, tube? Yeah, capsule yeah. sounds like the right so, word. Right, so I've never it, been there, so I'm, I'm a capsule one is of... like more like fancier curtains and plastic, f- and a capsule I mean, is fancy, <laughs> kind of because it's tidier. A, fucking three, well, this is like... a three cubic foot capsule is fancy, Com- right? Compared to this, yeah, because oh, okay, it's like okay, it's like chipboard. It's like the same. It's like a chipboard right, capsule. Right, right, right. Okay, okay, okay. So fair, fair with enough, like, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, <laughs> I'm not gonna climb in this little coffin and <laughs> like be high on acid. It's like a fucking what the CT machine or whatever. <laughs> Everyone freaks out and like, oh, the cat scan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat scan, cats, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's pretty much without all the wub wub wubs. Yeah. It's, um, so I was at this, yeah, like the the day sort of progressed. That's it was close to afternoon. Well, I was on, on acid. Yeah, yeah, going fair, back, fair. going back yeah, to there. Going yeah. back there, yeah, yeah. So I know uh, I, you know, I went to this lake and they had those like paddle boats and the flamingo ones, and I, I was like, I felt like I was seeing those flamingo paddle boats fly up onto the roof um I, yeah i was in a nice place with that I was, like, I was like chuckling away i was like how are those flamingos getting up there like, <laughs> silly flamingos yeah i was like japan doesn't even have flamingos but like, there they are paddling up on the roof um <laughs> To just logic that out and be like, yeah, that's that's fine. I was having a great time. I I would walk around the lake and try and get different perspectives on it. Like, I would try and see it from a different angle. And I don't like it. It turns into a butterfly. Like, oh, interesting. But without, without like saying, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Because I didn't want to appear like crazy, mm. like I would, but that would be going on in my mind. I'd walk so around. All you need, all, honestly, all you need is binoculars, and then you're just a bird watcher at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. like, it doesn't matter how weird you look. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I look like I'm just there, like to enjoy the nice yeah, park yeah, atmosphere. exactly, exactly. It's gorgeous. And I got the mask on, and oh, the sun was just like bathing me, like because it's like. Uh... Was it like morning at that point? Oh, this was in the. Yeah, but it's a slightly warmer climate, obviously. Like, yeah, Canada's. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it gets warmer okay, here, what but you like, got about, what you got against Canada? No, just the cold. Oh, this it's is quite... literally the warmest place in Canada. <laughs> yeah, yeah <right. laughs> I'm gonna be honest. That's what I tell Isaac at work. I'm like, he's a Mexican, and I was like, this is the the best place for you to be. <laughs> <laughs> when he's like cold, and I was like, you should be glad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else. I I I remember being in this. Uh, uh, it might have been the other park, like further up, and I sat down. And I thought I was, I was just looking up and I could see the tip of, or, you know, like the Disney castle palace thing. Mm. It looked like I could just see the spire mm. of like, uh, just above the trees. And I thought I saw these like little pixies like jumping around. Uh, Cause it was like nice. just a little, I was like, that's weird. <laughs> because that, that is, I'm seeing something that isn't something that I was seeing. Like, right, so like, like, you know, it's fake. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. Yeah. You I was know like, you're hallucinating. those are not little pics like right, the, right. yeah so i was like i don't know how to like make sense of that but i laughed at it anyway and mm-hmm. sort of like i was like so okay. that's cool that's the best when you can't make sense of that yeah. yeah but i i think the problem i have with like those sort of like intense drugs is like i'd like to have a grip on reality and like what's going on in my mind and obviously you can't fight those drugs when they're at the most intense point mm-hmm. uh, and i think there's just something no, in... you gotta you gotta ride that wave yeah right? and or else some... it's gonna turn real bad mm. and that's but there's something in my but you know like it's like yeah it's like uh you, yeah you you try and make the conscious effort to do what you just said but like there's some part of me like the i guess fight or flight pushing back on yeah that's thing. saying like you know like keep like because that's what's going to keep you safe. That's I get that right. too. Trying that to control. Keep, trying to go back to soberness, kind of thing, right? Yeah. Like, like something a lot, a lot is happening. Like 
Let's or, protect or not yourself. Even, not even go back to soberness, but like try to see it as an experience that's happening that you can observe instead of one that's happening to you. With no, he's saying permission. like your body is trying to fight it, kind of thing. No, no, I get it. Like I do this all the time. Like mm -hmm. on mushrooms, especially, I'm trying to like maintain control or whatever. And like you said, the more you do that, the worse it's gonna get. But mm -hmm. it's like an interesting instinct that you can't kind of shed. Where you're like, no, no, no. I, I should be able to quantify or like or like or like be able to categorize <laughs> exactly. what's happening and yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. But like when I did acid like the two tabs like back this is like back in England and you you reach that like ego death level like where you're like looking in the mirror and you don't know like who you are mm. like that that you, you know that's you're so gone at that point where it's like yeah like riding the wave is like I think like at that point it's it's not even like uh, optional. Option. Just like yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That tsunami is. To, it's like, like a tsunami. It's like yeah. Well, the ego death is like being outside of your body. So at that point, like you, you can't go back. <laughs> you can't go back into the body until it's, it's over. So when you say like outside, is it figuratively outside the body? Because I didn't feel like I was outside. Like I knew, you know, I'm like I've got this sort of first person perspective. But it, for me, it was like an identity, like an ego death. If that yeah, isn't, similar, yeah, in the same way, yeah. So I'm still like seeing things the way course, i do you're not, now you're not but immediately viewing yourself in third person right well because yeah. <laughs> people talk about those kind of experiences yeah. and i'm like i don't think i've had that right like um yeah i just wanted to clarify yeah. that yeah yeah I mean, i've honestly i've never had that experience mm. i've never been that fucking deep i've been like really high and like <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i mean like but i've never had the, i don't i've never had ego death ego death what a fucking awesome yeah. like i immediately know what you mean yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. And, and i immediately know i've never experienced it yeah, either yeah. <laughs> okay i think i really gotta pee okay wilson get in here hey we're back we were talking about drugs uh and cables uh okay Fair enough. That, that was in the break. That was in the break. We don't need to bring that up. We don't oh, need to bring that up. Oh, I I'm had, humble, okay? I had some stuff to say. <laughs> I had some stuff to say. I, well, I don't remember the what else we got. Oh, uh, he, he was explaining his acid trips. Oh, sure. Very yeah. specifically. Yeah. Anything else? To be fair, my mind is very occupied by the lesson I just had. In so, the cables, <laughs> so the cables. So the cables. Our, our man Tanner was teaching us how to wrap up cables. And I thought uh, it... it, it uh, that it led me to think about something interesting. Reed. The last thing that you said my was my relationship about... with my mother. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you you were saying about the uh, a nice like server room is so nice to look at because all the like proper cable management is yeah. is kind of nice. And I feel like what I was looking at when Tan so basically Tanner was was teaching Jareth how to wrap up cables and like the you know the technique can be applied to hoses and all that stuff and anything that like needs to be coiled basically. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a, I thought it was kind of interesting because uh, when Jareth made the comment about server cables being all neat and tidy, I feel like uh, systems that have so many components can be very easily disorganized and they need sit, like uh, their own systems of organization in order to keep them organized. So specifically like like a server with all these wires and shit, if it's unmanaged, can just get so messy so quickly, all tangled, everything's fucked, and, like, to a point where it's almost like we just got to cut this whole fucking thing out and start all over again. Or, like, mm -hmm. literally unplug every single thing and unwind every single cable. And so, like, the idea of systems having ways for them to be organized, that's kind of neat. I, I kind of like that. I kind of mm. like, like, what are, like, without... I feel like it could be applied to so much, like life and my relationship with my mother. <laughs> Whereas, like, you need to be, you know, neat and organized. Uh, like, when you're doing large-scale things, like, you can fucking forget to, like, take out your trash or do your dishes or whatever, but it's like, if you were a dishwashing establishment, <laughs> then, like, you can't not have these systems in place or else they would just quickly overwhelm, and I think that's kind of cool. That's all I wanted to say about it. Yeah. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you were going to relate it to like uh you know, you need a system to manage a piece of hardware. Um and and that that like hardwiring of how we are like humans and that we need to maybe m be more conscious of like uh maintaining our own systems and relationships like, uh, with our mothers. Yeah. Very specific with our mothers. I thought this. I thought it was you were going to use an, an analogy for like our own mental well-being. Oh, maybe uh, maybe let, if I was let's, let's hear your analogy. Maybe if I was less drunk, I would have. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I didn't have it. <laughs> no, I thought I thought it was. Uh, well, I think do you. I could I could run on that. Like I yeah. think that is very true for life. Where it's like if you just if you are living and you're just surviving. 
right? Eventually that's going to run out. Like it might do you well. Like you could just react to your environment immediately in a way that you can play mm-hmm. chess by thinking one step ahead. Yeah. And, and when you're tangled, when your cords are all tangled, like you don't have an option. Like that's kind of how you have yeah. to roll in life. Yeah. Yeah. That's big. Right. Cause it takes, you don't have, by the time that you would spend, the time that you would need to spend to untangle them, there's already another cord coming yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. Like if you're in a studio kind of thing, like you can't you can't spend that time when someone is literally paying for your studio time, right? You can't spend that time like untangling everything. You're just like, okay, what do you need? Okay, I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I was um, so I was playing uh, Zelda with my girlfriend at the time. She was playing it. She was, she saw me playing them. She's like, I want to be interested. And I'm like, cool. You can play this one. And we're playing uh, Twilight Princess. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, she was running across Hyrule Field, and so many enemies were just coming after her, and she just refused to deal with them each <laughs> at a time. She just kept running. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, huh, this is a great representation of your anxiety. Like, <laughs> um, so she would get to this part. It was a locked gate, right? And she had to put the fuck key in the door to get it out but you had to like run up to it and kind of position yourself a little finicky because of the game programming and that and you know press the sequence of buttons that would let you open this gate right but unfortunately there was like 30 fucking enemies that were trying (laughs) to hit her and she was like ah i can't deal with it i'm like oh my god what a great metaphor for life and so i literally we had this moment together it was so fucking funny i'm like you could do it you could fight them you gotta fight them all now and you'll know how to fight them individually later and she's like okay and then she would like try (laughs) there's a moment where there was just this one timing based thing and i was like it's now you gotta do it now and she was like okay and she did it and she's like i did it i'm like you did it (laughs) we like high fives (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it was funny so there's like you know if you're being chased by too many things if you have too many cables being tangled and you're trying to make one decision it makes it much harder because you're trying to drag this fucking one cable you need 20 other problems when the the problem ahead of you was literally so simple if you weren't dealing with everything else yeah so there you go so deal with the simple things and don't ignore them Um, and then you can untangle your cables by not having them ever tangled in the first place what kind of tangles cables do you guys have tangled right now? <laughs> I was trying to figure out the Zelda game that you were playing. That's I was just waiting for something to like. I just wanted to figure it out, but I didn't. Oh, what do you mean? Well, uh, said, as in, with, like, if it was Ocarina of Time, or... oh, it was you Twilight Princess. Princess. Yeah. yeah, but it could have happened. You said it kind of ambiguously, but I think it was very specifically well, Twilight Princess. Yeah, it was. But it literally, could, <laughs> literally could have happened with anyone. For of them. sure, for sure, for sure. Well, that's nice. There you go. I gave you your, yeah. your metaphor. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you. At least someone's pulling their weight. Did <laughs> <laughs> she, she clear that at me while having done like? <laughs> hey, I I am the supervisor. I just direct the conversation. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, what a hypocritical statement. <laughs> what? How's that hypocritical? I I'm very very clearly defining my role here. Right after like like in a way that makes you not have to pull their own weight. <laughs> like why? <laughs> no, I have. We all have designated roles. <laughs> I just feel like it's justifying the lack of conversation <laughs> coming from me. Hey, we were very clear about this up front of when we started this podcast. Yeah, but what do you mean? I don't least... talk a lot. Okay. <laughs> We were very clear about this. You are the conversational hit piece, and I am just here to react to you, okay? So why you got to be like, at least someone? (laughs) I'm doing my role. I I am very clearly doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Making sure other people are doing their job. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. This is fucking management, bro. This is how it works. I was about to say, I don't need management for talking. Obviously, you fucking do. Jesus. In your opinion. It took me at least a minute to get that out of you, okay? In your opinion, your expression, in your opinion. Huh? But you've created a construct that is just relative to itself. Like in your opinion, I need to be doing that, but it's not something that we can both agree on. Like we can. Well, you would agree. No, I would, but that's what makes it funny. Like because <laughs> I then accept the role that is just like this construct only exists within itself. Like you know what I mean? It's like we've created it, and we can at any time break that boundary and decide to change roles for no reason. And that would I be, wouldn't do that. But it would be equally as fine. It it, it was funny to me. It was, it was funny. That's good. Oh, my face hurts from laughing so hard. Back to drugs. It's <laughs> <laughs> all we know. Pardon? I said it's, it's all, all we, we know. know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair.
When I was in high school, Ooh. I did my first drug ever. Oh, nice. Which one? Ecstasy. Oh, you did it before alcohol? Old or? school. Uh, Yeah. Now that I think about Strange. it. Strange. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a friend. He was really sad and he wanted to kill himself. And he was like, please just do this with me. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. That's a lot to put on someone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. When I think of that, it was. But at the time, I was like, all right. Yeah, you're like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. He was actually just such a cool guy. He's like, man, my parents right, suck. You were happy to do it regardless kind of thing? Yeah. He was well, like, sorry, what was the drug? Ecstasy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was like old school. It wasn't like MDMA. It was like red key. I don't know what the fuck. Wasn't MDMA, isn't that like a combination of ecstasy and something else? I don't know. No fair idea. enough. Yeah, well, I always get told that sort of stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like, yeah, yeah, irrelevant. Uh, so we did it with him, and it was honestly fucking great. <laughs> like that's good. Uh, we did like half of half of a. Oh, my sister was in the drugs. I fucking was doing it, <laughs> and she came out, and she was like, "What's up with you?" I'm like, "Nothing." She's like, "What did you do?" I'm like, "Like is it this?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like. You'll be fine. <laughs> She's like, how much? And Doesn't like, give you any water or anything else. No. She's like, you'll figure it out. She was like, oh, fuck, I totally remember. That's so funny. I got to talk to her about that. I totally didn't even realize we, like, because I was just spaced out. And right, right, right. That's so funny. That's something you would glance over in yeah. the middle of an XCC trip. Yeah. So, like, so me and him just fucking, like, wandered the city and, like, found... <laughs> We just kept touching stuff because everything was so soft. <laughs> We're like, we just found like this couch. So I used to bring my mom, not on drugs. I, <laughs> I swear. Fair enough. I used to just bring my mom shit that I would find. Like one time, I just found this tire, like the tire rubber, and I just fucking put it around myself, like <laughs> carried it, like like, a do- like I was inside a donut. Yeah. And just carried it home, and I was like, "Hi, mom," and she's like. <sighs> <laughs> just put it just put it in the backyard. The backyard is getting too full of yeah, shit. Yeah, she was like put it in the back. But she made this fucking like outdoor. I brought home a carpet, like fucking couches and shit. Yeah. Uh like broken TV. And she just made this outdoor fucking patio thing with all the shit that I brought. And she's like, right. here you go. Here's your dumb shit. Have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. And she made a tire swing with that tire actually. She just fucking tied it up to the tree. She's like, Cool, this is I guess that's here you go. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you want this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we found this fucking like really fluffy chair on the side of the road that was free when we were high on when we were high. And we just fucking like wandered back to my house. And like he helped me carry it. We carried it for like fucking probably a mile. Wait, was like, it like a lazy boy or something? Yeah. Well okay. yeah. Like this uh this like fuzzy chair. Right. Well that's good. At least like when you get tired, you could sit down. Yeah, it was. We, we literally did that. We like traded who would sit down. Like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Sit down for a couple of minutes, and that was our journey. We like went out into the city, and we extracted a chair and brought it back to my house. Is there a lot of alley furniture like yeah. up for grabs? Oh, for sure. In I, Vancouver, yeah, uh, for sure. In just Canada, like yeah. Oh, oh I don't know. Probably not in Nunavut. Less, so, <laughs> less so in smaller towns in cities. Right. Sure. So much, actually, a lot. Like I, I, mm, I don't know. How was it in Sudbury? What? How was it in Sudbury? No, this this was in Richmond, actually. This was in Richmond? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Your mom was living in Richmond? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I never knew she moved out here. I thought she She moved us there. out here. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. When f- you were... Well, tw- oh, not 11. Not 11. I remember very specifically in the phone call... She was like, when, when Dustin yeah, was, was 11, pissed. and uh, Dustin's like, no, it was, it was when 12. I was 12. It was 12. That was like an important, <laughs> I took note of that. Yeah. That's all. Well, it's also like what I remembered. Yeah. And, and what I've been telling people forever, and that was the first time we had a conversation. Right, so if you were wrong, that would invalidate everything you've told everyone, so like it could not be wrong. Yeah. So I'm just going to assume that she's wrong. <laughs> I guess we'll have a, I feel like I really remember it, though, because I was like literally, uh. Uh, I thought I had like like planned out. I was trying to figure it out, and so I like did the math, and like I guess uh-huh. I could have done the math wrong, but I feel like yeah. I pretty purposefully tried to figure that out, and then yeah. accomplished the number that I felt good with. And she was like, "I don't know, 11? and I, so I was like, "No, it's twelve." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I saying about that? We were talking about back alley furniture. And... Oh yeah, so that was in Vancouver, not Sudbury. In Sudbury, also a lot. <laughs> yeah, in London. I don't know about a lot, but there was a place outside of uh, or on campus grounds of Western that was like a like a furniture swap kind of thing. That I remember when we first moved out of our dorms, me and I think five or six of the guys moved into a house, and we had this we had this house to ourselves basically, like two floors. There was enough of us that we could pay for it and like have pretty cheap rent. And um, we were like, well, we need furniture, kind of thing. Like I think I had brought a couch or something like that. My roommate had brought a couch, 
my old roommate. And um, we're like, well, we need more. We got this garage. We're like that was like the one thing. Like when we were looking for places, like I saw a garage and I was like, this is it. I was like, this is it. You know what we could do with this garage? Anything. Ugh. So we were all, we were just moved in probably like a day or two. And there was a furniture swap outside of university. And there was maybe like a 10 minute walk back to our place kind of thing. And so me and every single el- every everyone else went to the furniture swap, found I think three or four couches picked it up and then walked it across fucking the city back to our house so we could just put it in our garage. We made like a little U shape with like a, an old table kind of thing. And then we, I put like my, some of my old stereo speakers up there and we had like Christmas lights and shit and just like pimped this garage out so we could just smoke weed and shit in it. Mm. It was so nice. It was such a cool place too. Mm. Just to be like all like the homies just like chilling out and we all had a place to go to when we were trying to like smoke weed or something like that. Yeah. Are they nice couches? Like the we, we sprayed it down quite a lot. Yeah, they were comfortable though. They were comfortable. Yeah, there was one that was bed bugs very hardly much mattered. Uh, not during the bed bug epidemic. What? You ever had bed bugs? I've never had bed bugs. Had them. I have. It's like, yeah, I've never Asia. had bed bugs. And not in I, my bed. But it was it was that well, thing that like good. showed up like weirdly like maybe half a decade like eight years ago kind of thing and no one I had never heard of the, about them until everyone was like. Be wary about bed bugs. They yeah. just got to Canada or whatever, something like that. Really? Didn't didn't wasn't there like a nursery like uh, when I was in, when I was a kid, no one gave a fuck about bed bugs. But I was also in a very small town, so maybe that was just that, <laughs> its own. Isn't there a nursery like sleep tight, don't let the bed bugs bite? Isn't that like yeah. That? You're right. <laughs> no way. Whoa, dude, no, no. That was it. Like literally, it was just something on the news that I was like, oh, that's new. And then everyone was talking about it after that. Right. I mean, I think you're right about epidemic. Yeah, like, I think they, like, made it to Canada in a big way kind of thing. And then everyone oh, was God. worried about it after that. Like, ticks. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're nasty. Yeah, ticks suck. Disease. Fucking Lyme disease and shit. You right up. Rough, dude. Especially being in a, in a, in a small town, that was a, actually a big thing. It was, like, being worried about ticks. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you just go into a forest, which is everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> or grass. Like, and most people's houses had, like, a bush in the back. Kind yeah. Of thing, and you're and just that, like, that'd well, be enough. Like, wear pants kind of thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how you get ringworm? No. No, I like, I don't know exactly, but I had it oh. uh, when I came back from Japan. I, just, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I don't know either, and that would have been the end of the <laughs> conversation. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> I was hoping you knew I... About it was it was around my nipple and it was just this red it wasn't swollen it was just this red area like ex, ex, expanding around my nipple and it was uh it's so, like a type of fungi but like i was wondering if it was like related to some sort of bed insect because i remember staying oh. in this like hostel and ju- like it was just after i came back and i was like like maybe some laundry detergent or i have no like, idea insects I, I have or, never known anyone with ringworm until now actually. yeah well, and, and because the doctor was kind of like, oh, have you been in these kind of places, like these sort of countries? And I was oh. like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's probably indigenous to places. Ringworm but... often spreads by direct skin-to-skin contact with an infected person, animal to human. You cannot contract ringworm by touching an animal with ringworm. Ringworm can spread while petting or grooming dogs or cats. That seems like conflicting So who were you in contact with in Japan? Yeah, yeah. right? I don't know, like... Who are you rubbing nipples with? <laughs> <laughs> Ringworm is I wasn't even thinking of it like that. Just but shirtless hugging a dog. That was how I was. Like I was thinking, oh, it was a cat sitting on my chest. But then, like, mm. yeah. Maybe. Or by touching a contaminated surface, such as dirty clothing or towels. Oh, yeah, if you, like, that... touched it and then touched your chest kind of thing, maybe. Yeah. Ew, what does it look like? What is ringworm? Is it actually a worm? I think I have a picture on my phone. I would rather not see it. <laughs> I was very amused. With I'm it. pretty happy with the, the cream state of your nipples well. right now, huh? The cream, the cream the doctor prescribes worked very well. That's good. So. That's good. good. Yeah. Well, that's a weird thing. Like when you have something like somewhat interesting happen to you, most people are like, "I don't want to know." You know what I mean? Like I don't want to see it. Like like when I when I first like, I feel like that only eye, applies to medical stuff. Well, I lost my <laughs> eye, and most of the people are like, "No, I, you don't have to take it out," kind of thing. Like because people would yeah. be like, "Oh, that's interesting. I'm curious what it looks like." And I'd be like, "I can take it out right now. Like I can do oh. it right now," kind of thing. Yeah. And most people are like, "No, it's okay." 
<laughs> well, I would most people are like, no, yeah. it's okay. Dustin was, I think, the first person to be like, no, that's cool. I'd yeah, I'd want to see. I was like, you're, you're like, <laughs> I remember that conversation because I, <laughs> I was like, what does it look like? And you're like, I could take it out. And I was like, ah? <laughs> and then you're like, All it right. happened for the second time actually last Saturday. Oh, I was just talking to this girl and, and she was like, I'm really interested about surgeries and stuff like that. Like, mm. I would love to see the end. And I was like, all right, well, let's go to my room, I guess. I got a little suction cup. <laughs> I'll take it out here. Let's go to my room and bring out the suction cups. And your roommate's like, woo, what are they doing? And then he comes in, your eyes gone, and he's like, what the fuck? No, literally, like, I, like we, we, I took it out, and we kind of had, a, like, a chat about random shit for maybe, like, 10, 15, 20 minutes kind of thing. And then we were, like, leaving, and I put eye drops in my eye, and I, she left, and then I was talking about, like, a little bit after her. And my buddy, like, runs around the corner, and he's like, Tanner, are you okay? Like what? What? Like what just happened between you two? And he's like, "You're, you're, are you crying? Were you crying?" And I was like, "Oh no, I just put fucking eye drops in. Like I just took my eye out." And he was like, "Oh, okay, never mind." <laughs> he's like, "Are you okay? Like are- I, just, I just took my eye out. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, what? Like <laughs> he didn't know." <laughs> Does the suction cup is it like? Because I'm envisioning like a mini plunger. Like here we go. Oh, this is why we need fucking video cameras. You'll all see this. You want to see his viewers, eye get fucking taken viewers. out? It's, it's blue. Oh, wow. It's literally just a suction cup. It's like it looks like a like an earplug. Yeah, and you just fucking like. Oh yeah. Oh, what is yeah, that? Yeah. Get that yeah, snap yeah. on 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 the mic. I think they heard it. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, I mean, I'll just take it out right now. Honestly, you won't hear this. I'll do it maybe some other time when we have video cameras. Yeah. But I, I'll just do it right now. I'll just do it right now. We're oh, well. past time, anyways. Whoa. This looks horrendous. Do you ever take it out? Like, other I rarely, I rarely take it out. Do you ever need to like clean it? No. Really? Whoa. And I'm not seeing it. Whoa. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. You can get closer if you'd like. Yeah, because I wouldn't want to keep making you do this. see it. <coughs> what is that? What, what, what a technique. <coughs> okay, okay. Audio listeners, sorry. This is, man. It's interesting looking into the socket. Yeah. Yeah. I thought... So, you ever see the inside of a man's eye socket, viewers? Because I'm looking at it. Well, this is isn't still isn't necessarily a normal oh, inside, right? Oh, true. Because thinks... it's not hollow. Right. They you know sewed it mean? up. Normally, there's a full fucking eye in there. Right. Yeah. Right. And in this case, there's an implant with my muscle wrapped around it. Right. Okay. So that's still, what like, you. Yeah. To 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 most people, it still looks full, but it is actually kind of dangling mm-hmm. in there, right? Because it's not like the eye socket is like half full right now. Mm. So the eye socket and like the redness you're feeling is still loose mm. right now without the prosthetic in it. Right, so the prosthetic is just a covering for the, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Damn shame that that sword hit exactly there. Like, yeah, rough, right? In terms of my cheek, that'd be okay. In terms of, yeah, like that (laughs) would be like, you'd be like, like, like one inch of difference of space is the difference between like two to three weeks of healing and a (laughs) lifetime of, (laughs) of well, that's literally, you know, like this that I told you about the scars I've got near my glasses because that completely shattered on my face. And then, like, it scratched there, and it's like it could have been like you know one or two inches away. My eyes just gonna like it's it would just completely scave the the front of my eye, right? And I guess that'd be enough to blind me. Yeah. So it's just yeah. You bo- you both basically had the same accident with different results. Yeah. I mean, I didn't fall onto a sword, but like I mean, I didn't fall either. But I feel I know what you mean. <laughs> the tattoo would be very different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what would it be like? Just a little cut on the sword going into the cheek i would love if you got that dude get matching tattoos but they like well my tattoo different would, outcome yeah yeah mine would just be like falling on my face <laughs> I, I i like because i was chasing pizza so chasing pizza yeah we came out of a nightclub and they were like we're gonna be there in 20 minutes and it was like a 40 minute walk and i was like i've got it i didn't have it um and it was like i guess spoiler alert yeah yeah right um yeah, you know, you get the little, not the camber, but like uh, the driveways that people have to, uh, like the dips, like my little physical demonstration that nobody can see. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I was just sort of running drunk in the little dips and like not walking. And I didn't have my right. hands you out. Like so tripped, it was a, basically. It was face, face first. Yeah, in the like it was. And, I, and my whole face was just like covered in blood and stuff. Ooh. And Brad. yeah, I was. Well, luckily I was drunk. So like you could just sort of like not cry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anna was not drunk. <clears throat> I remember I ended up in someone's back garden searching their bins for the pizza. Because they said they'd put it under a car and I searched the whole street and they had not done that. And I thought, for some reason, that took me to someone's back garden. And he was coming out ready for work and he looked <laughs> he looked at me and I was like, I'm just looking for pizza. And like, uh, Were you bloody at this point? Yeah, I, I had like blood like over half my face uh, searching his bins for pizza. And he did like, he had like no reaction oh, to it yeah. at all you're like this is basically a, a wild animal at this point <laughs> yeah yeah my friend was like you know he's like we could just order another one i was like i've got it we've got to get that pizza <laughs> like, i've spent too much on this i didn't even order it that's the thing it was his yeah you know his money like but they did deliver a free one the following day oh, that's they're like sorry about your face here's your pizza yeah <laughs> <laughs> you sent him a picture he's like where's my fucking pizza <laughs> Uh, and uh, my eye swelled up. Like I couldn't even like, yeah, like uh, the swelling. I couldn't open it for like oh, yeah, a yeah. week, and it was just. Uh, you're, was... you're preaching to somebody who's probably gonna be lacking in sympathy <laughs> about your eye problems. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go for it, honestly. Go no, for it. No. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> you just don't understand how I feel, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> my life's so hard. <laughs> Oh, you couldn't see for a week? Oh, interesting. <laughs> Tanner, it would be so much better if Tanner was like legitimately personally offended. He's like, oh, tell me. Great. Yeah, great. <laughs> oh, it swelled up. Interesting. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> oh, thank you guys so much for coming out. Oh, it's ending. This has been a great night. Thank you so much, Jareth. Mm, thank you. You're a rock star. Hopefully, I'll be fortunate enough to join you for an upper Yeah, Aww. I mean, you're moving in, so it's chill. Uh, this has been Rough Cuts episode blah, Blank. blah, 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 blah. Uh, we love you so much. Thank you so much. I am. Door slam.